Recorded live at Toxin Tasting Studios, it's the Clerical Errors Podcast. The podcast that shows you what's behind the collar. Let's go. I'm Pastor Carl Wolhagen. And I'm Pastor Travis Berg. And you are listening to Clerical Errors, the show that shows you the people behind the collar. Well, Berg, what are we having today? We are having a lovely little brew from Evil Twin Brewing called Even More Pecan Pie Jesus. This is definitely an American (laughs) Jesus beer. Amen, brother. So let's... (laughs) Oh, sounds delicious. (laughs) Now, part of the idea of this podcast is we want you to join us. This is going to be awkward. But uh, while you enjoy, gather around and enjoy a beverage with us. Let me, let me taste this. I'm not getting any pecan. No. Or pie. No. It's uh, kind of dark and bitter like my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh, dark and bitter and... I think Complexity. this is definitely law, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so when you gather around listening to this podcast, why don't you uh, to let us know what you're sipping on? You can let us know through our social media. You can add us at Twitter. I say that because I sound so cool. <laughs> Clerical Errors P for podcast. Clerical Errors P on Twitter and uh, Facebook. Facebook Clerical Errors Podcast, all one word. Let us know what you're drinking, because we have no show without you. So come around, you know, come listen to us, join us in drinking, and, uh, you know, let's enjoy even more Jesus. Not just the beer, but also the awesome theology we're going to be talking about. Dropping theology bombs on you. So, (laughs) so, uh, Berg. What is your vision for this podcast? Well, I think it's going to be so incredibly epic that I don't know if words will fully (laughs) describe its awesomeness, but I'm going to try. I think this is going to be a podcast about the Christian faith. I think it's going to be fun. Uh, I think we're going to throw a little beer in the mix. We're going to get the vicar involved, which is always a fun time. And, uh, you know, it's just going to be pretty epic. Well, you know, I really didn't have a chance whether to get the vicar involved because he's like, Hey, Pastor, what you doing? <laughs> You're going to do a podcast? Oh, so I'm like, okay, how can I get him involved without him screwing everything up again? And so I think I have a way. And uh, so, but... but Just Bird, remember, this sets the standard for every other vicar ever. No. He really wanted to be on this. I mean, did you ever get that sad puppy dog look and they're like, oh. <laughs> you know? He doesn't realize that some someday some placement director is going to be listening to this and going to go, North Dakota. Uh, yeah, Shepherd of the Glacier Lutheran Church for you, buddy. <laughs> so that's one thing that we actually have is uh, uh, we have this uh, really fancy app. Um, you've heard of uh, like a, a Siri for Apple, right? Indeed. Alexa for Amazon. I've talked with her once or twice. Okay. What about OK Google? Um, not as familiar with that one. Okay. We have what's called a Hey Vicar app. And uh, 
it's state of the art. I'm going to warn you, it has a few bugs. <laughs> the buffer is kind of slow. It takes a little while. It's not as fast as Alexa. It's not as smart as Watson. But uh, it gets the job done. It gets the job done. So, for example, hey, Vicar, what's the temperature outside? Um, well, let me, let me see here. Um, <laughs> man, it's, it's, uh, oh, it's six degrees. Wow. Hey, how about that? Wow. So this is going great. All right. Very first, stellar, first, uh, stellar work. First, uh, time at this and you limped in with that. We're, we're proud of you, Vicar. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll get this figured out. But as you can see, we don't take ourselves too seriously. Hopefully you have your beverage with you. We sure do. Another thing about Vicar is, um, when when I uh, gave him a tour of the talks and tastings studio, um, he was like, "Wow, yeah, how do I get involved with this?" He was just once he saw the studio that we have and and did a tour, um, he was all in. It is pretty spacious in here. I mean, yeah. there's even a window. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, My, I envision at some point once we get this going, we can have you know, like a roped off section where people can be behind us watching us record. VIP. So stay tuned for that. So uh, what'd you preach on last Sunday, Pastor Berg? I preached on transfiguration, uh, especially from Matthew. uh, And I used uh, really Jesus only. And I talked about that we only get Jesus through his word. See, this is something that's a little near and dear to my heart because I once had a Sunday school teacher when I was younger. Don't who, don't name any names. Oh, she's dead. She's in heaven now, so <laughs> she's been cleared of all of her uh, aberrations in her theology. So, see, when everybody dies, they they become Lutheran. So, anyway, she <laughs> she uh, would always tell this story about how she asked God for a sign because her dad told her uh, to go and um, close the top of this bin. And um, it was storming outside, which is why she had to do that. And rather than um, obeying her father, right, which is the fourth commandment, uh, she prayed to God and said, hey, I, uh, I want a little sign. Just let a little field mouse run across the, uh, the yard. Mm-hmm. Right, and so she was looking for a sign. She needed Jesus plus something else, right? So what happens if she wouldn't have gotten that sign, right? Would she have disobeyed her dad? You know. Um. So I saw the sign, and it opened up your eyes. I saw the sign. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, you know what I talked about it too is the fact that you hear all the time because I I preach on the transfiguration too. You hear all the time, well, it's up to interpretation. That's how you interpret it. And I, I went off what Peter in the epistle reading basically gave his explanation of what was going on and how the word of God is written and inspired by the Holy Spirit. And how many times do do we hear, uh, oh, it's that's how you Lutherans interpret it. So, for example, uh, Sixth Commandment. Right? Do, yep. do not commit adultery. What's there to interpret? Not much. Jesus says, this is my body given for you. This is my blood shed for you. Where's the interpretation, Pastor Berg? Uh, 
I think just in the words that Jesus says, right? Right. This, that is, this bread is my body. And, and it goes both ways. This, in, in, in the sense that, well, you could talk about the sixth commandment. Yes, he means what he says when he, God's word speaks about the sixth commandment. He also means what he says when he talks about his death for your sins. Right. He also means what he says when he talks about the resurrection to everlasting life. And he also means what he says when he talks about baptism, how baptism now saves you. Well, that, that, see, that's your interpretation, Pastor Bird. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. So we got this clerical errors, and so we might be making mistakes. Probably the first mistake was uh, beginning our show by drinking beer. <laughs> I think that just improved it. Okay. Anyways, um, we will move on to our very first bit. I call them bits because um, they're just little things to make it interesting. Uh, Berg, I'll warn you, he's a lot more scholarly than I am. That's why I thought this podcast would work, because he's scholarly, and I'm the monkey poking at him. <laughs> and so and so this is uh, the top 10 list. I'm going to warn you as I go through this, you will not get some of these. <laughs> some of them you will. Some of them you will not, but part of it is the joy I have. There's, you know how you have those certain things at life that just bring make you happy. What are some things, Berg, that just make you happy when you see mm, a good uh, medium rare steak? Okay, at the Long Branch Steakhouse. Okay, I was gonna think. I was thinking maybe of child praying, but you know we all have our thing. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that makes brings me joy is just that laughter that that you bring and and that's my goal. So so here not no, you listener may not understand all of these, but uh hopefully you'll find them funny. So as we begin each bit, Peter, play the intro. Enough nonsense. It's time for Bullhagen's top 12. Some of my my top 12 is this the top 12 uh, rejected names of our podcast. I figured this would be a great way to kind of explain what we're trying to do and maybe what we're not trying to do. Maybe learn about, about more of your hosts here. And, uh, and or so, maybe what we should have done. <laughs> that's right. So I've got my 12, and the reason why I have 12 is Vicar. Hey, Vicar. Uh, what's the significance of 12 in the Bible? 12 in the Bible. He has to Google it. Uh, (laughs) 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 Completion? All right. Completion. Like, how many disciples are there? Uh, 12. How many apostles are there? Uh, 12. How many tribes with Israel? 12? Wrong, 13. 13. <laughs> <laughs> and and how many will be in heaven? Tribes, apostles, or disciples? Just total. 12? Times. 12. Times. A thousand? I don't know if that's supposed to be literal, but <laughs> so you have it. So, so this is the top 12 rejected names of our podcast. You ready for this, Berg? Lay it on me. Number 12. Two and a half pastors. (laughs) (laughs) 
Because you're a pastor, <laughs> I'm a pastor, and we Victor have- Victor is still loading. That's right. He looks like a pastor. He tries to do pastor things, you know, under supervision, of course, but guess what? Not quite there yet. Not quite there yet. Number 11. Attention issues, etc. <laughs> you're calling out the competition now, I see. Oh, they're friends, you know. Frenemies. That's right. That's really making fun of me more than anything because I have attention issues, which makes, I think, for a wonderful podcast. Number 10. Kung Pao, enter the pastors. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Best movie ever. That's that's how uh, Berg and I we really bonded. We're few 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 certain movies, and, uh, and our relationship has just deepened because of you know these uh, spliced movies from the seventies. <laughs> it's it's it brings a tear to my eye if I had you know tear ducts. <laughs> if you had feelings, yes. If I had feelings, you know. <laughs> Alas. Another thing about that movie that I think it, uh, it reminds me of our podcast is, do you ever meet someone who saw that movie and said, oh, that was okay? <laughs> Have you? Yes. I've met, well, no, I've never met someone who said that movie is okay. Either they, they love it or they hate it. And that's my vision for our podcast. Yep. I like it. Number nine. The Black Collar Comedy Hour. Nice. I like it. It's very sophisticated, which... Mm, uh, you don't like, I, you I, didn't like that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a sip of my pecan pie. Jesus. Now that I cleanse the palate after that one. Number eight. Number eight. Cataclysmic failures. <laughs> I like that one. You like that one? <laughs> Teaching a little catechism and... We're going to fail sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven. This is going to be a little tricky. It is the not Egyptian, Latvian, Canadian, Australian podcast. And I know that's kind of long, but I'll probably just trim it down to just the letters. Uh, the not Egyptian Latvian, <laughs> Canadian, Australian podcast. I'll probably <laughs> trim that down so it's east. You know, I'll, never mind. I think you get it. <laughs> Number six. Tastings and tastings. <laughs> as, I like that one. I as mean, much I... as I would love to do a podcast where we're just drinking pecan pie Jesus. <laughs> That might be a little boring for you guys, so... That's right. I'm glad you're taking one for the team. You bet. All right. Number five. Heaven is for real. Yes. Now, I know that it's a book. The but I, Well, first of all, yes, heaven is for real, right? But the second point is, I kind of wanted this podcast to be kind of like a near-death experience. <laughs> I'm glad you're laughing because I was going to have to tickle you if you weren't. <laughs> I want to like a near-death experience, you know, where you're not sure what just happened, but you're left a little dazed and confused. And by the end, you've learned something and you're beginning to see the light. 
Right. And, you know, you're on the cusp of enlightenment. I mean, That's right. Just really, really close. That's right. Number four, Revelation, the podcast. That's just pandering. Right. W- what does a pastor do when he wants more people to come to a Bible study? Teach Revelation. That's right. So that's all that is. Number three, that's what pastor said. <laughs> okay. I like it. Yeah? Yeah. That'd be kind of a fun stringing joke that you could have at home sometimes. That's what pastor said. But I want to take you behind the curtain. You know, I don't consider this to be a great ministry of ours, more of a hobby, but it's kind of a public service for people. I would say so. Don't you think people at home wonder, what does pastor really think about that? Probably not. No? Okay. But uh, They probably think that, you know... You know the uh, the elders put us back in the closet after we're after we're done preaching on Sunday morning. So <laughs> that's right, just devising. All right, so number two, I really like this one. Number two, uh, the big Leberski Bergski. Oh, I knew I was gonna mess that up. <laughs> the big Leberski. Oh, that is another great movie that you either love or you hate. That's right. I mean, I feel like a child entering into the middle of a movie. Do you know what our yeah. tagline would be? Say what you want about our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> God, now I'm blanking. Oh, no. Yes, say what you want. Um, at least it's an ethos. There you go. <laughs> at least we're saying something is a point. Right. Whether you think it's good or not. Yeah. And number one. Berg Bullhagen Dynamite. Yes. <laughs> that would be amazing. Because I think the first thing that really brought us together is the movie Napoleon Dynamite. I think so. Life-changing event for both of us if that, that helps you understand who we are. But those are the 12, top 12 rejected <laughs> names are a podcast. Vicar, you're from out west, aren't you? Uh, Yep. Is that what it's like out there? Um, desolate? <laughs> like retro 90s? Well, um, kind of, I suppose. A lot of the barbed wire has been there a lot longer. Cool beans, man. Cool beans. All right. So, Berg, that brings us to our next part of the show. It'll be a weekly staple. And that is uh, uh, Berg's Bodacious Blasphemies. Would you like to describe that for a second, what that is? Berg's Bodacious Blasphemies is the part of the show where we take old, delusional, damned dreams and then repackage them right for you and simply try to make, you know, those ancient blasphemies bodacious, something that you might want to sink your teeth into. All right. If you're ready to go, you'd like to do the honors? Peter, play the intro. Berg's Bodacious Blasphemies is the part of the show where Berg seeks to sell you ancient damned illusions by repackaging them for modern consumption. In short, Berg makes bad stuff sound bodacious. Hey, Vicar, what does bodacious mean? Bodacious. 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 Buffering. Buffering. Wait, I gotta gotta open a new screen here. Um, Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Peter, edit that out. 
Uh, so yeah, it means uh, excellent, admirable, or attractive. Okay, so, so which is funny because your uh, your heresies here are neither attractive <laughs> or admirable <laughs> or true. So, you know, that's the way we roll, man. So you feeling confident about about this? Oh, I'm definitely feeling confident about this All one. Right. So, see, you do have a heart. You have a soul. Look at that. You're Indeed. got a feeling. More than a feeling. <laughs> Careful, I don't know if we have to pay royalties on that. Oh, okay. All right. <clears throat> Berg's bodacious blasphemies. And this one is uh, uh, because we just had Valentine's Day. So, alone on Valentine's Day, have you been sitting by yourself at a table for two? Do you have trouble getting a date because it looks like you were beaten with the ugly stick? <laughs> well, have I got a poem for you. Roses are red, baptizas are indigo, Valentinius has a secret that only you can know. Why spend Valentine's Day alone when you can spend it with the Valentinians? Mm. They see you for who you really are, a spark of divine light imprisoned within a decaying meat sack, trapped in a world made by a mad inferior god. Mm. Are you a victim of forbidden and unrequited love? Maybe. Don't worry, you're not alone. That's how this whole evil creation was started in the first place. Sophia, the lowest emanation of the Godhead, sought to know the unknowable father. Mm. Love hurts, don't it? Been there. But there's still hope for you lovesick souls. Christ, a combination of the best qualities of all the divine reflections of the father, entered into a marriage with the fallen Sophia. They are the bride and the bridegroom and live happily ever after. You too can experience this spiritual marriage and escape from that crude and malformed existence you call the material world. You have an angel, that is, an unfallen counterpart. He is the Sven to your Anna. And you two are brought together spiritually in a newfangled sacrament called the Bridal Chamber. Well, mm. since the title Love Shack was already taken. <laughs> now, th this is all spiritual and stuff, so get your filthy, material-ridden minds out of the gutter. was never there. This secret knowledge, which comes with its own decoder ring and super special handshake, will help you see past the outside into the beauty within. Is the Bible's simple and straightforward style of law and gospel just not scratching that itch? Well, mm. Jesus told that stuff for the hosers. Don't you know that Jesus, being 30 years old, stands for the 30 divine emanations, which is called the Pleroma? Did not know that. Or that the apostasy of Judas is actually a parable for the fall of Sophia, along with the fact that Christ suffered in the 12th month? Law and gospel is kid stuff. The real meaning is found in this secret knowledge. This Valentine's mm. Day, give away your heart. I mean it. Throw all desire and passions to the wind. Deny your physical body and all the wonders the triune God has created for our good, so that you can be united to a crass, incomprehensible system of lies which makes you feel superior to the girls who rejected your advances, and so that way you can feel vindicated in your mom's basement. <laughs> Reason to be confident. That was amazing, Berg. Boom. Roasted. Now, I have to be honest. Part of my the thing I wanted to do with this is uh, is think of how these uh, heresies are manifested today, and I tried to do that with this one. <laughs> <laughs> Help me do that, Berg. Okay, 
where would this be uh <laughs> where would this be manifested today well you know and part of it is is i like to take the different gnostic groupings and kind of let them let their own wickedness shine you know their own peculiar brand of wickedness shine and with this one i mean i would say it's the same as with all gnosticism is that you know people who really hate their bodies or treat their bodies as a canvas on which they can make themselves or or the like i mean you really see it with the uh with the transgender movement for example that's going on today where what really matters is not whether you were born a male or a female mm-hmm. or what your what the biological chromosomes actually say right. but it's really what is in me that uh that defines me it's my spirit my sure identity my personality I think you also see this too, this sort of spiritual marriage. You saw it among the the children of God uh, sect in the 1970s and among some really like weird pietists where, you know, Jesus is like the divine Sophia for the men and the mm-hmm. divine bridegroom for the women. It's just really, really weird. Like You said the 70s? Yeah. I'm shocked. So, yeah. <laughs> it was, that was definitely the flashback from the 60s. <laughs> But I mean, you even hear that some of this stuff in Lutheran circles too, where, uh, G- where um, the sort of bridegroom and bride imagery uh, is just made crass and uh, uh, brought down uh, from what it really is talking about, about the relationship of Christ and His Church, which is so much higher, uh, and it's a mystery, uh, so far beyond what we can imagine. So, and the closest analog to that is marriage Mm. but just not in the you know hanky panky sense so is if there's a place where people want to learn more about this that they can maybe we can have a place for them to learn or you just have a lot of books i i do have a lot of books um (laughs) christian cyclopedia Mm -hmm. is a good place to go and look for that um it's on the lcms website and uh you can look that up and uh learn it's a little dated, but you can learn just about anything you could ever want to know about any sort of heresy. And, you know, I can kind of see how when you're talking about how people feel about their bodies, you see this so much today, not other whether you're with a transgender stuff, but there's just a malcontent that people have with their bodies. You know, whether, it, you, you know, you look at all the ways that girls are taught to not be happy with what God gave them, you know, what was that thing where where girls were would suck on bottles and make their lips plumper? Oh right, you know, and all those things where people just have to they hate in a way, in a way of searching for the perfect body, they're showing a great disdain for their own body, and that's really sad. It is. I mean, it's funny that uh, I've got a I've got a buddy uh, down in Grinnell, Iowa. He's been studying this kind of stuff, and the numbers for women who uh, teenage women who harm themselves. Um, like cutting, burning, poking, that sort of, it's incredibly high. And it's the same uh, between rural areas and uh, and cities and urban areas. And so I think that's something that uh, this spirit of Gnosticism, this hatred of what God has made you, um, is still alive and well today. And it's something to watch out for, especially in our kids. I guess that, that just draws our eyes then to the need for forgiveness and realizing that that your value because of 
of who Christ Jesus is and what he did for you. And you're a creation of God, and and uh, and he redeemed you. He doesn't care about all those things that you think everyone cares about. He cares about you. Mm-hmm. And some of us just have to accept that because we live in a sinful world, we are ugly. Right. I mean, that's why uh, I had a friend tell me when I told him I was going to do a podcast that I definitely have the face for radio, so... <laughs> Yeah, there's one but you know there's one thing they can't tell over the podcast. It's just how jacked I am. <laughs> that's true. I, I mean, mean, you know. <laughs> that's also a gift from God. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. That brings us to our next bit. Uh, let me give you a little intro on this one. Um let me give you a little something about myself. All right? I'm really good at wisecracks. I'm not good at reading long books. <laughs> um, I'm good at being the life of a party. I have trouble reading through a long newspaper article. You know, one reason why I became a pastor is because I really couldn't sit still in church. <laughs> so the fact that I'm actually doing a podcast and, and staying on point. It's, it's kind of a miracle. Yeah. Yeah, this is really good for me. And so I know there's other people like me, right? Someone, people who are have impaired concentration. Well, we, and so this Bible study is just for you. That's right. Peter, play the intro. Do you have impaired concentration? Then this is for you. It's the Impaired Concentration Bible Study. One verse, one verse only. So... Uh, one verse, one verse only, and we are going to start with the, the, the wonderful book of Obadiah. Vicar, who is Obadiah? A prophet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know anything else about this prophet? Uh, he's a, a minor prophet. <laughs> nice. I, I like it. Yeah. Good. All right, so... Um, do you want me to just read the verse, and then we can just... Yeah, go ahead. All right. I can, I can handle one verse. Obadiah 1. Now, before I forget, people might confuse. If we're just doing Obadiah 1, they'll say, well, you're, I thought you were doing a verse. You're doing a whole chapter. You're doing all of Obadiah 1. Uh, yeah, there's just one chapter. <laughs> so, yeah, just... <laughs> It's kind of like Second John. There's, <laughs> there's no more, right? So right. when we say Obadiah one, it's you know, there's no more to be said. Uh, let me see. Let me uh, crack open my Bible here and see how many verses are there. There are uh, twenty-one verses. So if you're if you're listening to this podcast, by we ep- got a, we got about a year. We got about half a year. Right, twenty-one episodes in, we'll finish uh, the long book of Obadiah, but. Just one verse at a time. So, Obadiah 1, the vision of Obadiah. Thus says the Lord God concerning Edom. We have heard a report from the Lord, and a messenger has been sent among the nations. Rise up. Let us rise against her for battle. What do you make of that? I would like to say I did a lot of preparation for this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I kind of figured that, so I, I did a little bit. <laughs> so <laughs> one verse. I had one job. One verse. I couldn't even handle that. Oh. Uh, 
I need some more of that that beverage here. Can you pour that? I need to. I need some of that. Uh, there we go. All right. So Obadiah means, his name means the servant of the Lord, and we're not really given too much context about him. We don't know who his dad was like a lot of the other prophets. It's pretty hard to kind of place him, but it's really important to place him in order to kind of understand the context of the book. And so um, what this is is that uh, we believe that uh, Obadiah is taking place after the Philistines— and the Arabs have sacked Jerusalem in the time of King Jehoram. And you can read about that in Second Chronicles 21, mm -hmm. 16, and 17. So it's in that context that the city of Jerusalem has been sacked by um, foreigners. It's been sacked by, and not just foreigners, but as we'll find out here in verse 1, um, it's been sacked by Israel's close cousins. Okay. The Edomites. Oh, yes. Now, who are the Edomites? Um, I want to say Esau. Yeah. His descendants of Esau. Ding, ding, ding. Right. There you go. E uh, Esau had two names. Esau means hairy because he came out like a werewolf baby. Yeah. And Edom means red because of the red stew that he uh, traded for his birthright. So the, the Edomites are his descendants, right? And you think if you're cousins with somebody, you'd like be friendly, yes. right? Mm -hmm. You would hope, right? Mm -hmm. Well, the Israelites and the Edomites are definitely not kissing cousins. In fact, uh, the Edomites are really, really um, uh, angry at Israel. They bear uh, hatred towards them, and they actually sell their uh, children and uh, the people that they capture into slavery to the Greeks. So that's the context in which Obadiah is talking in verse one. All right, now if I could, if I may, since this is a tension thing, right, right, right. So uh, uh, what I get from this verse is that Obadiah was given the charge of speaking God's word. Yes, <laughs> you would be right. All right, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> right, and which is that particular word of God? The it says basically that uh, the Lord has heard what was going on. He knows what's going on, doesn't he? Mm -hmm. And he's going to do something about it, right? <laughs> well, yeah. And who is he going against? Who is he rising the nations up for? For um for battle, right? Right for battle, but against whom? Against the Edomites. Right against the Edomites. So. Since we're doing the attention uh, deficit, et cetera, et cetera, right? I'm really showing that. <laughs> uh, so, is this verse, is it law or gospel? It is law and gospel. Ooh. Care to share your thoughts on that? Well, if if he hears this messenger and, and, and there's a call to battle, the battle is a law. War is law, right? Not always. Okay. Look at Genesis 3.15, sure. right? where enmity is a gospel word. I will put enmity between you and the woman, between her seed and your seed, right? If Edom here is representing mm -hmm. the powers that are hostile to God, and if Obadiah is prophesying in a time when the children of Israel have suffered uh, great, you know, great and terrible things at their hands, mm -hmm. then judgment on God's enemies is definitely the gospel. But it's the law if you're an enemy. 
Well, if you're an enemy, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's still judgment. It's, it's all you know. perspective. It's, most, <laughs> it's interpretation. We talked about that earlier. Yes. <laughs> all right, that's uh. Well, we can't overdo it, right? Right, we can't overdo it. So, uh, so we promised attention friendly. We got our one verse in, and that is uh, impaired concentration Bible study. So that brings us to our next section of our uh, weekly uh, podcast. We're going to try and do this weekly because um, it might take a while to get this completely down, but that's our, our goal weekly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is what I call news that bothers Berg. The reason I like that is, is you know, he talks about not having emotion. The only, the strongest emotion is, emotion is when something bothers him. <laughs> that's true. Right? And so... Some of the so I'm gonna grab a news article that I think will will bother him, and I'm, it's a little challenge for me to me for me to go find a news article that bother him, and it gives us a chance to talk a little bit about current events. And so, I am going, and we'll post. By the way, we'll post these the links to these articles on our social media that uh, Peter, our engineer, has uh, set up for us. You think think I'm gonna have to be able to do that? I don't think so. So. <laughs> All right, we got a pup up here. Okay, my article is from ChristianHeadlines.com. It's an article. promising. It's a article by Michael Faust, F O U S T. F O U S T. Yeah. Um, not F A U S T. That's right, F O U S T. Okay. All right, and this is about. Uh, uh, it was actually published today, February 15th. Now, bear in mind, this podcast may come out a little later. Remember, we're first doing this. We're going to have a few errors. Yeah, indeed. I think you've noticed that already. Um, and that is, uh, okay, this is the title of the article. It says, God wanted Trump to be president, says 45% of GOP voters. <laughs> <laughs> So it says that, uh, according to a survey, survey one-fourth of registered voters believe God wanted Donald Trump to be president. I mean... It. <laughs> just, okay, I just want to tell you the thought of, of, of God nervously watching election night coverage. Yeah, yeah chomping on his nails, being like, oh man, I hope the American people are going to conform to my will. Man, I really wanted Hillary. <laughs> Oh, uh, have you seen those uh, those really just stupid uh, pictures on Facebook where Trump is sitting at the Oval Office and Jesus is behind him like signing bills into law too? <laughs> it's kind of like uh, what you put in the vicar's office. <laughs> That's right. Those, those really nice, you know, with the kid batting and Jesus is standing behind him. That's right. But he's all like ghost Jesus, you right. know? So, so, so why would this, I think, this article bother you? <sighs> that uh, shockingly that 45% of Republicans and 9% of Democrats believe that God wanted him to be president. 9% of Democrats? Wow. Yeah. That's higher than I would have thought. Huh. That's still in like 50-some percent of the, you know, the nation. <laughs> so I have a question. 
Uh, how many of those people believe that God wanted Barack Obama to be president? <laughs> I'd say it's probably the inverse of that, you know, 9% of Republicans and probably 45% of <laughs> Democrats. Right. If if they believe in God. Right. But that's the thing is is the the point that I'm trying to make here is Every president we've had, God wanted to be president. <laughs> right. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been president. <laughs> right. Right. You know, it's kind of like God setting up Nebuchadnezzar or some of these other guys from the Old Testament, you know? He sets the bounds for nations and the like, so. And so, and so whether you like the president or not, what is the lesson here? Um, pay your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, th- there you go. Uh I th- didn't bother you as much as I thought it would. No, I got to work. I failed on that one. But it was a good try, though. It was a good try. I've got one that bothers me. I saw one that bothers me. <laughs> it's just the title. Of this one is. Uh, it's from NPR, trusted new source. Indeed. <laughs> and it is pray with a pope from your iPhone. Click to pray. Now are not the words you expect to come out of the pope's mouth, but that's what. Onlookers heard during the traditional Sunday address from the Pope Francis. You know what bothered me about this? What? Is he's trying to do this like this media thing? Mm-hmm. He needs to step back, man. This is our this is our job now. Right. I mean, we're taking this over. Yeah. So uh um if you're listening, I want you to subscribe to our podcast. If my goal is for us to beat the Pope on this. Indeed. <laughs> More subscribers than the Pope. I think we got this. I think so. I th- I think we're definitely more interesting. <laughs> All right. So uh, uh, we have one more thing. We have other bits planned that are going to be really funny. Like I said, our first episode is going to be a little clunky. We've never done this before, have we? No. And I know we've made plenty of errors. I'm kind of a Luddite, so I don't understand your sorceress technology anyway. <laughs> This magic box that records our thoughts. I mean, I seriously think there's a demon in there. I mean, how do you do what you do? <laughs> so we have a, a a section that we want to have called Confound the Clerics. And uh, what it is is for upcoming podcasts, we need questions. So if you're listening to this, please provide us a question. Along that note... We need uh, comments, too. We want to know what you're thinking about the podcast. Give us some some thoughts. And uh, without your participation, um, there's no po- there's no podcast. And uh, with, that, with your information, with your input, I think we can we can have a really fun podcast. So Berg, where can they find uh, this information? Submit this to us. Uh, well, they can go to um, clerical errors podcast at gmail.com they can go to twitter at me bro (laughs) (laughs) i've been dying to say that i've been dying to say that (laughs) (laughs) where would say that again i'm sorry i interrupted you (laughs) um you can uh get a hold of us on at twitter at me bro (laughs) (laughs) clerical errors p p for uh, podcast for podcast and then Instagram, Clerical Errors Podcast. Uh, Facebook, we have a Facebook page called Clerical Errors Podcast. So look us up there. Send us messages. I don't know how to pronounce that P one, so 
Oh yeah, I don't. We're uh, we're Pat, not. That's not Pat, active yet. So okay. So 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 if you want to stay tuned and find out what that p social media is we're doing, maybe <laughs> send In us comments mean, about that. That's right. In the meantime, <laughs> just at me, bro. Now we take the time to review what went on and. And when you want to remember something, Berg, what do you do? I don't know. I enter into my mind palace. <laughs> okay. It's not what I was going for because the segment <laughs> we're introducing is called Sticky Notes, but we I guess we could call it Mind Palace. <laughs> no. I saw it on Sherlock once. So <laughs> so, so the idea is uh, we, we remember uh, various things. You know how you put memories on sticky notes and you, you put them everywhere? Well... This is our audio sticky notes. So, for example, Berg, do you remember this? Well, you know, I really didn't have a chance to whether to get the vicar involved. Pastor, what you doing? <laughs> You're going to do a podcast? Oh, he doesn't realize that some someday some placement director is going to be listening to this and going to go, North Dakota. Uh, yeah, Shepherd of the Glacier Lutheran Church for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, or what about this? You remember this? And some of us just have to accept that because we live in a sinful world, we are ugly. Uh, I had a friend tell me when I told him I was going to do a podcast that I definitely have the face for radio. So, you know, there's one thing they can't tell over the podcast it's just how jacked I am. (laughs) That's true. I I mean, mean, you know, that's also a gift from God. (laughs) <laughs> hey Vicar, do you remember this? So I've got my twelve. Hey Vicar, what's the significance of twelve in the Bible? Twelve in the Bible. He has to Google it. Uh, <laughs> completion. All right, completion. Like, how many disciples are there? At twelve. How many apostles are there? At twelve. How many tribes with Israel? Twelve? Wrong. Thirteen. Thirteen. Oh. <laughs> I I still don't get that even after I hear it a second time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that concludes our show. Thank you for joining us today. Like it's going to be a fun ride. I'm Carl Bullhagen. I'm Travis Berg. Thank you for listening to Clerical Errors. Thank you for joining us. This podcast is available on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever else you get your podcasts. If you enjoy the show, please support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. Money we receive is invested back into the podcast and the surplus donated to the Lutheran Heritage Foundation. Questions, thoughts, concerns? You can contact us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. On Twitter at Clerical Heirs P for podcasts or email us at feedback at clericalheirs.org. There you can also find links to the things we talked about. Thanks for listening to Clerical Heirs. See you next time.